<laughs> this is uh, usually jousting. But uh, hey, uh, this is Bodega Nights. 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 Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm back. After a bit of a hiatus. Me, thy Ryan Gamer, with Paolo the Saxel and Norm of Radio Norm, who produces hey. things. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> as a bit of information for, every, for anybody wondering why there was no new pigs uh, this week, uh, I was in, I was in, uh, I was in, I was in the island of Leyte for a week, so I could, so I couldn't lug around my equipment to uh, make the video. So that's why we don't have a pig, we didn't have a pigs last week. That was Paolo, by the way. Yes, I'm Paolo the Saxel, and I was stuck, and I was in the island of Leyte for uh, a week. Yes, yeah, for yeah, no, more than a week. Yeah, more than a week. And right. if you wonder where uh, I've been, very complicated last two months. I think I talked a little bit in the last Minecraft play, Minecraft Mondays, which I will be restarting again just to catch up on stuff. Sorry about that, guys. Anyone who watched it, I'm sure there's like a, maybe like three of you. I don't know if you actually listened to it, but hey. <laughs> anyway, I'll be back to the usual broadcast, and we have some special things coming out for the January 2016 to kick off the new year. A little bit of something, a little bit of this. I hope you will enjoy it. It's a bit of experimentation, a bit of storylines, a bit of machinima. Maybe a little so- bit of Paolo here and there. Who knows? <laughs> you do re- you do realize that because of the nature of my character I'm basically the I'm basically the token psychopath. I actually I don't know, even hmm? it's it's hard to tell when you're not playing a token psychopath sometimes. I think that's by design. I kind of feel like I want to make Paolo to be the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no that's not that's uh, going to happen at all. That's, that's, <laughs> I hope it, I hope cute. it never does. Because your series ends two episodes after that happens. Wow, you're pretty know, optimistic with two episodes. I was thinking it would be cut off halfway through. No, 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 no. Maybe five minutes. No, in. no, 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 no. I give. I'll, I, I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that everything doesn't break down fast enough that there isn't enough time for at least two episodes of final exposition. I'm pretty sure All two right. episodes, not even the final expedition. I'm pretty sure you're still Ex- you know world building at that point. Position. Okay, so while the two, the third world gaming team has been talking, I've been, for the past couple of months, uh, stuck without a PC, so I haven't been actually playing any games. So, uh, there's a Radio Norm out on YouTube, uh, watch it. Check out the Channel 14. It's, uh, the, the episodes for Radio Norm are usually out audio first, and then we, uh, cherry pick the best ones for YouTube, so. But Norm, everything's the best. How can we cherry pick those things? You should listen to guys. That is totally not scripted. (laughs) At some, at some point, at some point, at some point, Norm, once you finally got your gaming PC back, I might actually decide, you know what, dude, maybe we should try some, maybe we should try some, uh, so we, maybe we should try some co-op content, some interesting stuff. Yeah, sure. I'm sure I can get a word in, in between all the psychopathic screaming. But yeah. No, yeah, if you uh, don't, looking... we'll make sure you get it in post. I mean, after all, we, ha- we still have a quest, we still have a, qu- a legendary quest to finish in the Borderlands, and we also have, like, things to do in Warframe. Oh god, yes, we do have a, a quest to finish in Borderlands, uh, um, Looking forward to observing you guys do it. Yeah, because th- this time around, normal <laughs> actually get to see it and not be a disembodied voice. Actually, I'm curious. Actually, Blindly how was talking. it from your position where you didn't have a screen? You had really nothing to go on except our rambling. What What did you actually picture was going on at some point? 
I don't know what is going on at some point. They basing it from your cues of screams and uh, vague meandering comments on what's happening, who's doing what. Because of uh, anyone so, who didn't uh, catch the Let's Play, which is the Borderlands Let's Play, the uh, quest for Geary, uh, it's out on YouTube. You can go check it out. It's pretty. It's actually it was a really fun Let's Play. Uh, Norm did not hear anything besides our audio. He did not even hear the game audio. So he was literally just listening to us ramble on the. Uh, what were we using? Were we using Hangouts? We're using something. We're using something, right? We're using Hangouts. We're using Hangouts. We're using Hangouts. So yeah. <laughs> So all Norm had to go with was whatever noises we made because, yeah, no game audio, no game audio, no visuals, nothing, nothing. So is it just nothing or absolutely nothing? What's the difference? Because well, take it, I mean, take it I, this way: hmm? uh, you guys talking right now, or, or the way you listen to me right now, is basically all you ever hear of the game. There is no audio cue. There is no sound effect. There is no music or anything. Aside from Ah! We're getting shot at! Ah! Who's doing what? Where's Paolo? I don't know. He's over there dying. Are we gonna save him? Don't know. That's, 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 that's all I can really hear. So there's not much idea with regards to depth or environment or, you know. And yet, uh, Norm, st- Norm was able to go through the entirety of the quest. Knowing full well that Actually, I have no idea what you knew full well, but you got brought into this. <laughs> but I, 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 I knew full well nothing. <laughs> no, this, oh, also, another little interesting thing I did in the, uh, not last weekend, but a few weekends ago, I guess, uh, which was Cosmania, sort of. a gigantic yeah, yeah, cosplay yeah. thing uh, in Manila. It was fun. Got to, uh, essentially, I go to these events at this point. Not for the event per se, but the fact that it's one of those things where I get to see lots of friends from very specific communities uh, all in one place. Since I have friends from, uh, well, of course, the Visayas, uh, Mindanao area, and Luzon, it's pretty hard to get us all in one place. And these events are just a great way to get everyone in one area. I mean, there's one group that has about 40 people, one that's 20. And, of course, we had the uh, Channel 14 crew, or these, uh, well... Manila crew, which at that point was just uh, norm because I think AG was doing something. But yeah, it was great to meet up with everyone, got to do different things. And I learned this time around that if you have a character which people seem to really recognize and can call out easily, for some reason they don't take photos of you. Versus the other times when I go as characters that people always get wrong, I have a mountain of photos to go through. Which I found all I found so amusing. I mean, like uh, you guys know that I generally go with like events, like with us video game characters. This time around, I came in as a character from a, the Pokemon series, which was a Team Rocket grunt, and a and the SAS from Rainbow Six Siege with my friend. The right. amusing part was uh, when I was Team Rocket. Yeah, everyone thought, "Hey, this is Team Rocket, Team Rocket, Team Rocket." No, barely anyone would approach you for pictures. It was amusing versus the other characters I do where they always get the game wrong and I just get so many photos. I just found it strange how recognition means no photo. Non-recognition means I should take a photo. I feel like they just got a photo and they're just going to ask their friends, who the heck is this guy? Can you tell me? It looks interesting. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen your Team Rocket get up yet. Um, 
Were you going as specifically Jesse or James or the generic? Oh no no, team I, I was guy? a Team Rocket grunt. I actually based this character off a fan art which was made. I love the fan art. I uh, saw it back in 2011. It went around the internet for a while. Uh, fell in love with it. Decided to make the kit based off that, which sends you a realistic Team Rocket grunt that's more akin to the manga versus the anime itself. Right. So it was amusing. I mean, what people recognized immediately was the uh, hat which they wear, which looked like a old school newspaper boy hat, and of course the gigantic Team Rocket R's, and of course the Pokeballs. So it's really recognizable. But I was actually honestly surprised that the next day in day two where me and my friend wore the uh, SAS kit from Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Siege came out in close beta of, uh, last month. The close beta end, uh, ended on October 1 or 2. It was essentially a really new game that, uh, I mean, it's hyped up. People are excited for it. I was honestly surprised that when we put on the entire kit, Someone actually went up to us and immediately said, Rainbow Six Siege. I was just, wow. I did not expect that. I was expecting them to go to me, oh, is this Counter-Strike? Surprisingly, we only got Counter-Strike twice that entire day. Really? It was honestly amazing. I was honestly surprised. So I guess he didn't notice the Pokeballs. No, no, no. We're, we're talking about day two. Day one, I was a Team Rocket grunt. Day two, it was uh, Sledge and Thatcher from Rainbow Six Siege. Both very oh, okay. recognizable characters because that was the first trailer that came out for the game, which was well, not the first trailer, the first uh, team that was talked about, which was the SAS, which Sledge was a big guy there because he had a gigantic hammer, which I do in the, right now in the back. And Thatcher was the guy with a completely different vest because he had the oldest equipment. I guess because he was the oldest guy there in the team. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, riddle me this, though. Um, I'm guessing, what if you go as a pair cosplay with a uh, cosplaying army of two? If people get that wrong... I don't know what to, what to do with you guys. In cause... fairness, I see lots. I've <laughs> actually seen lots of people do Army of Two back in like a from 2010 to like 2013 or even earlier. I think 2008 back when the game came out. Yeah, there was actually <laughs> but, well, a lot of people who do Army of Two, and honestly, people Jenny get it right simply because the mask is really recognizable. The masks are recognizable, and it, and basically the motif would the motif gives it away. Actually, honestly, no. Like, lots of people who've worn the Army of Two-ish kit have never, ever made it correct, at least based off the game. The only thing that's really right is the mask they use. Basically, if basically have the mask and people are already clued in. Sort of like that. I mean, I kind of noticed that with a lot of these costumes or essentially characters in general. Especially, I guess, when it comes to fan art, is you look for the most recognizable or, I don't know, keystone features of a character... Then make right. sure to then have as at least as long that. as that's there. Yeah, so no, you have yeah, you have to make sure that's there and people just figure it out. I mean for the Team Rocket Grunt it was the black color hat and of course the little R- letter R. Then when I did like a character which was a ghost, it was the skull mask, headset, and honestly that was really it. That was like as long as you had the skull mask and the headset, people generally understood it as ghost. Okay, but how was Cosme- Comic-Con? Uh, Cosplay Mania. Oh, it was really, it was actually really, really fun. Uh, first right. day was amazing. Uh, we, it ended with a concert, which, uh, there were f- total four artists. Nice and like three of them Sorry. were, like th- three were Japanese artists, which I was not very familiar with. I mean, it was entertaining. 
Uh, first was a guy named Kaname who did a really fantastic rendition of the uh, Full Metal Alchemist, which was really nice. The theme song did really great. Then another one, which was some sort of pop group. It was amusing, like there was a main singer, then it got really strange when she just ended up from a frou-frou clothes to a bikini. That was kind of a weird, strange twist. Then the third one was this extremely, extremely energetic uh, pop-ish singer. Really, imagine, mean, like- imagine like Paolo turned into a Japanese girl, extremely energetic and just singing constantly. It was... It was something to watch. Like she never ever had a low point for the entire show time she was on stage. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there because what? I don't want to imagine Paolo as a Japanese schoolgirl. <coughs> no, okay. Who? Now talking about uh, <laughs> who is this? Now talking about now talking about a guy in a dress. The last one, which was amazing, was a lady beard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. told you about lady beard. Oh, lady beard was fantastic. I mean, I love metal, and it's been a while since I actually got went to hear any metal band live. And yeah, what he did was kawaii metal. It was the most amusing thing I've ever watched, and I was honestly surprised to find that lady beard actually lived in Cebu for a period of time. Really? Yeah. And besides being a pro wrestler who turned into a singer in Japan. Yeah, he is Australian. Such a weird... This is like what happens when the internet takes over your life. Yeah, pretty much. Ladybeard. But, oh my god, he was a... <laughs> he was a fantastic person. Like, uh, his attitude, the way he talked, the way he presents himself. Yeah. yeah it is yeah. hard just... not to like him. He was amazing. But yeah, it was the internet smashed up in t- together because you had an Australian... <laughs> Who lived in Cebu, who went to Hong Kong, became a pro wrestler, who wore a dress, but then became a pop artist in Japan. Yeah. That's basically the internet evolution right there. And God, when he sings, it's like, I understood why it's called Kawaii Metal. I mean, I did watch the YouTube videos, and honestly, I thought, okay, maybe some of these things are done post to make sure it sounds correct. <laughs> No, it's not. Really? It is just how he sings. So he'd sing with such a... Imagine, this guy is muscled. He is huge. And he sings with such a kawaii voice that in a split second switches to growling. Like, legit growling, metal growling. It was amazing. And it was amazing how everyone there was able to make the cement structure of SMX shake by the amount of times you were jumping up and down. Dang, man. Yeah, it was was an amazing concert. I am slightly disappointed that I didn't do the meet and greet, but at the same time, I'm not a big fan of going to meet and greets. Why? I honestly find it to be very uh, plastic in the sense that, I mean, (laughs) the meet and greet is this person is essentially contractually obligated to meet with you and things. It's not like... uh, it's. He's for essentially the person would be forced to be nice and things, and I feel like it's such a controlled environment that you don't really see the person in how the person's supposed to be. I'm actually right. disappointed because apparently, unlike other meet and greets that people have been to, at least my friends tell me, his was amazing. He was really just him being him, and he honestly enjoyed being there. So that's why I was kind of disappointed because I've been to a few meeting greets where you can tell that the person was, oh, I should be happy and should be energetic because I have to be. Versus him who was right. honestly energetic. So like, wow, okay, I'm actually disappointed that I missed this. I don't know, but yeah, that's why I don't like meeting greets. I'm not a big fan of 
those things just because I I mean I'd feel awkward if this person's position where oh hey hello very nice to meet you and this person knows so much about you like I have no idea who this person is just smile and wave hey it, I don't know it just feels smile. I feel the awkwardness and the sometimes a little bit of discomfort some of these people see when they are forced to do these things I mean I'm sure there's celebrities and other people who honestly like meet and greets but at least the ones I've seen or experienced, you can tell that they're a little either tired or they don't want to be there right now. There's something else on their mind. So I've never been a fan of that. I mean, if I could meet them in a more natural environment, like, oh, somewhere in the middle of the event or just run into them, at least you get to see them in a more natural state, I guess I'm trying to say here. It's just, I, I don't want more to be... organic. Yeah, I mean, I don't want them to be in that... Oh, you have to be nice to me and do all these things because you're contractually obligated to because I gave this people money. Uh, it's no just, preservatives. It's like that. <laughs> Full antioxidants. But yeah, yeah, day one was amazing. Day two, honestly, kind of... I mean, day two was fun, but compared to day one and the energy, it was just... it's uh, It was a low point just because... Well, the concert, I did not bother the concert this time because I was just really tired... Day one, yeah, you were just knackered like crazy. But hey, besides that, it was a fantastic time. Too bad we couldn't meet up on Monday much. Yeah. You know, being a weekday and all. Yeah. We have to adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh. I have to remind myself that every day. Like, uh, look at myself in the mirror and say, Norm, you gotta get get your stuff together. You're an adult now. Yeah. I kind of forget that every now and then. Like, (laughs) dear God, I have to adult. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You forget that, you know, you're not supposed to eat all the candy (laughs) anymore. Or, you know, it's like, uh, do stupid things, eat all the things you want, waste your time doing some stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I have responsibilities and obligations now. Yes, I have to make the smart choices in life. And the most annoying thing about the re- uh, how I felt like I am an adult now is... Uh, you guys already know, right? The school system in the Philippines is switching the time K-12? for summer. Now, this is yeah. not just K-12. Like, summer is now supposed to be uh, uh, July, August or something? In line, uh, with, in line with the American summer? Yeah, you know, instead of, you know, summer vacation being, you know, about actual summer. Anyway, uh, that aside... I realized that next year is when they're starting it, so my nephew has a four-month break from class. Man, I love a four-month He's done March and goes back to school in September. I'm not looking at this. I have never had a four-month break. I'd love to have one of those. Yeah, it's like, look, I am so jealous. I wish I was a kid right now because those four months sound really, really awesome. (laughs) I mean... Paolo, Norm, what would you do with a four-month break if you were, if we were back to our high school or college selves or elementary selves? What would you do with a four-month break? Hmm. It's no. I mean, with... knowing very well that that will be the only four-month break you'll be getting because of that change of schedules. Oh my gosh, the things I, the things I'm imagining right now. Okay, stop there, Paolo. Stop. No, 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 no! It's not as farther, it's not as disturbingly questionable as you think, man. <laughs> it's not as disturbingly questionable as you think. Largely involves. I'm not talking about this train of thought. I'm talking about your distance from the mic. Oh, I'm actually pretty far from the mic. <laughs> you could afford to be a little farther then. But okay. yeah, what would you guys do with the four months? Because I mean, I just picture you know young ironic gamer here being. I am probably going to finish all my Sega games. Probably play a bit of... I had a PC back then, so probably PC. Then spend the next two months 
I don't actually know what I do the last two months. <laughs> all I'm, all I'm, all I'm thinking as to what I'd probably end up doing would be, let's see, a good amount of video games, catching up with TV shows, anime, cartoons, um, going out, actually having time to go out to go fishing, setting up an aquarium, setting up a well-maintained aquarium, um, and. Setting up a well-maintained aquarium. Oh my god! Wait, wait. I'm. St- what what is your learning, definition of a well-maintained wait, wait, learning, aquarium? Uh, what? What is your definition of a well-maintained aquarium? Well, that was. Um. Plants. Because um, I'm a I'm a regular guy. Uh, aquarium. Who has absolutely that, no idea about aquariums and fish. What in my well? What? I, well, okay, fine. It's not just a well-maintained aquarium. It's actually a good-looking aquarium because um, I'd like to make the aquarium viable so that I could like make so that I could uh, maintain varied plant life alongside my fish. How is See, an aquarium is, viable? See, for plants. This is Paolo going to the next level of marine biology. He's trying to make an ecosystem for his fish using an aquarium, which is pretty awesome if you think about it. It's It's got to be at least a little complex if you're trying to maintain different plant life, much less fish life in an well, aquarium. Well, it's either you're... Well, either we're... Ma- well, there is that, or... Well, there is also... Go ahead, use your words. Take your time. Well, there is also maintaining... Maintaining well, the oxygen levels? Well, it's not just about also maintaining a good <laughs> a, a good ecosystem, but it's also about maintaining also oh, plants in such a way that they... Well, basically you make what can only be... Descri- what I can only really describe right now as living art. Out of the aquarium. Uh, the... I would say the water version of a terrarium, but it's an aquarium, so... <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm... <laughs> very, very wet terrarium. <laughs> actually, I'm ju- actually, I'm just gonna post a link on the group chat. It's basically just a Google search in the images that type... Where you just type aquariumscaping. Alright, thanks for saying that, so we don't have to tell everybody else to go to Google and search for aquariumscaping. Nah, you so can- you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have somehow attach this somewhere onto the video <laughs> or the text. Like, oh, you can check out what Paolo's been talking about. Over no, no, here. no. It's it's just a it's just a search, and you type aquarium scaping. Oh wow, these are really cool. These these look like mountains. These are bonsai level underwater plant life thing. I imagine yeah, these things being Norm's garden, especially in Manila, where everything is flooded. Seriously, when I was in nah. Manila last time. So many things flooded. I was actually surprised. I actually went to the old alma mater and wondered why is there no one here. Then I found out there was flooding. So what you're trying to tell me is if there there was enough flooding and the water was clean, what you're seeing in this in these aquariums is basically what you'd be seeing underwater. Okay, okay, okay. First, hold on. He never said anything about the water being clean. No, no. Yeah. If the water was clean, <laughs> I'm making a hypothetical statement. With Manila, it must be hypothetical. <laughs> it has to be hypothetical. But yeah, so, right. Norm, what would you do with the four months? I mean, we have Paolo here trying to recreate the entire ecosystem. What would you do for four months? I have no idea what I'd do with four months. Um, probably learn scuba diving. I like how it's still Absolutely. attached to water. So, yeah. so, so Paolo would, like <laughs> would make the gigantic ecosystem, then somehow trap Norm in this in a scuba suit. 
Norm be that scuba I'm, guy in the aquarium going up and down. That'd be Norm. Pretty sure that's <laughs> gonna happen to me. It's you know, it's the shrunken head version of what Paolo likes to do with people. You know what? I'll 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 I'll, I'll increase the stakes. Norm, I'm gonna put you inside there, and you I'll can add put, more stakes. No, um, no, actually, African tigerfish. I'm going to be adding. I'll add like fifty Goliath. 50 Goliath African tiger fish and like a hundred of every other of the four species. I somehow yes. feel right. like that's not a very viable ecosystem. Alright, marine biologists out there. I don't know what Paolo's talking about, but can you tell him how crazy it is what he's talking about? What? The African? That's a lot of fish. That's what, a very, Af- very big aquarium. Yeah, for friggin' fish with that look like this. I, I love how Paolo is like stating these things and giving us links while the like listeners this. are like, no, no, I no, have no, no idea you what you're talking about. You, you just, <laughs> look, ju- look, just type African tiger fish somewhere and you'll see what, I'm, what I mean by, my, what I mean by the African tiger fish and you'll see what I mean by upping the stakes for Norm when I decide to make him my, uh, my scuba diving person inside the, uh, inside the giant ecosystem. Thanks for ruining sushi for me, Paolo. <laughs> so, no. Right. besides scuba diving, what would you do for the last probably like <laughs> three, three months. months and three weeks? Because honestly, scuba diving <laughs> is like a one-week thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. See, it's a thing here. Uh, when, you, when you say, you know, as, a, as you, you get like four months vacation and you're in, either in high school or in college or, uh, you're a kid in grade school, what would you do with your four months? And th- th- the options for me are very limited because as a kid, what you have a lot of is energy. You don't have a lot of money and then you don't have a lot of time. Same no, with I'm high pretty school. sure with four months, you have a lot of time right now. Yeah. All right. All right. You have a lot of time, but you don't have a lot of money to do anything. Really. So, uh, there's not much difference between the whole, you know, I'm going to reconnect with friends. I'm going to do video games. Because, let's face it, I'm not going to be into looking into, I'm going to nurture a new skill. I'm going to learn carpentry, guys. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> what will you do in four months? I, I honestly don't know. Probably going to read a couple of books. Uh, watch TV a lot. Too much TV. Go to sleep. Yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. Also, one thing I realized about this change of schedule, if I was still in school, like high school, elementary, I would actually get to experience the whole having your birthday during class time. I have never had my birthday during class time because it would always be late May. Summer vacation. So even during summer class, it would not ever hit my birthday. The closest ever was in college where it would either end on my birthday or the day before the last exam. It ended the day before. That was my last exam. So I never had a day where my birthday and school uh, overlapped each other. And I was actually always jealous about that when I'd see my friends with their parties in, in the classroom where, oh, they'd bring in food and we'd stop class or something for a while just to enjoy the party and everything. I was also a little jealous about that because I knew I would never experience it. And now I'm just like, wow, I could have seen how this felt. And now I'll never get that chance. Oh, <laughs> uh, snatched away from you. Ah, uh, like, nuts. Almost ten years later. <laughs> I actually am curious though how it is having class. I, I mean, having your birthday during a class day. It just I amused me. I have one of my birthdays during a class day. I would. Well, the the, the culture for us was you know it's your birthday. You treat everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy not to have <laughs> my birthday on a class day. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna pay for your food. I'm not gonna pay. To, 
feed you guys. I'm not that close to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody out there. I'm just <laughs> Norm behind the veil, behind the radio, <laughs> behind the mic. There's no. Hey, Mike. <laughs> How you doing? Seriously, Mike. If I could, if we could get you on the podcast, we will. Isn't he coming over to visit us like uh, next year or something? But he's just trapped June. in Manila or something. Yeah, no. like he cannot he's leave kinda. the city. Any scheduling? Like, wait, can he leave the city but not the island, or he cannot leave the city? I'm. Pre- I don't know. Uh, I heard probably he probably the city. All I can recall is that he wanted to go to Cebu, but he can't leave Manila if he visits. That's why. So is that referring to the city? Like he cannot leave the city limits. Like. His mom would like put a ankle bracelet on him that would just start buzzing if he like passed the city limits or something, or he could just stay within Luzon. Uh you're gonna have to ask Mike that. I'm not his spokesperson. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not his representative. I mean, I'm not his I'd imagine if he was there and he can't leave like the island, we just end up going to Tagaytay or something. Yeah, it's, it's the closest, not Manila, <laughs> which is still within is the boundaries of, of the island. Of Luzon. Yes. Pretty big. Or do you think we can somehow fool his mom to thinking he's just on a really, really long weekend trip and we're just actually sneaking him into Cebu? The only way to to make that work would be to basically find a way to make Cebu to make certain places in Cebu look like Manila or Vis so a you So you or mean vis-a-vis. We need heavy tra- we need lots of heavy traffic, uh the lots of people flooding. And be selective food. with the be, basically be selective with the photos we upload. What if we just like be, you know take a number of photos of him behind like a green screen or something? Then we just superimpose Manila images back there. That works. That works. <laughs> I like the Ocean's Eleven aspect of this. <laughs> what? The f- what if? Let, let me let me just throw out this crazy idea. What if we just asked Mike's mom? Well, okay, fine, there's that, but hey, if we do this, we're basically the Illuminati. I was thinking more the Ant-Man plot, but sure. I I, I did not think that the Illuminati would resort to... I don't know, this sounds... Lie <laughs> just to get some guy drunk. Uh, okay, some of the, drunk was not some, even in my head, it was just, just trying to get him onto the island. Some of, the, some of those guys must be bored enough to actually think about doing that. Nah. <laughs> This no, no, no. Illuminati. I've they no, have bigger no, no, no. stuff on their mind. Yeah, I know, but some, but every now and then, there's like hardly anything to do. That they just get so bored that they make a conspiracy just to get that kind of thing to happen. Let's see: poverty crisis, world peace, uh, hunger, uh, economic, uh, ecological crisis. I, I don't think that there's a lot of free time with the Illuminati if they are out there. For sir, for for other than saving the world. And if you are out there and listening, do check out our other shows in Channel Fourteen. Yes, do. There is Radio Norm. There is uh, Third World Gaming. Third. Split in two. Third. Pigs. Yep, Pigs, Minecraft Monday, and a few other Let's Plays coming up, and probably a few things in the future. Do check out we those shows. Saying, we keep saying Pigs. It's actually Paolo plays indie games. Yes, Paolo plays in the game. We should really use the actual title of the thing, not the short acronym, which is funny. Actually, I'm actually I'd like to bring this up with I actually like to bring this up. Uh, any any interest from the two from any from like from like I'm for for eh. Yes, use User your words. words. 
Take your time. Uh, Take a breath. Question for both of you. Any interest in, like, reviving the Third World Gaming podcast? No, we, that is uh, that is still alive, just so you know. It's just we've been doing different things. Like, and you know, like, have a, a schedule for it. Like, have actually have a schedule for it. Like, not you guys. I'm not part of Third World Gaming. TWG <laughs> <laughs> uh, featuring Nor. <laughs> like, it doesn't I mean, need... I- doesn't I need wouldn't to be... mind doing a TWG maybe like once a month. That'd be great. Okay. Because uh, I, mean, I feel it's... like that would give us enough time to talk about different things. Because I don't really want to do the news type thing. I still do like... I mean, I did enjoy all our podcasts that looked more into the deeper aspects of gaming and the Don Ross and such. I don't want to be a news reporting thing. Per- but I mean, per- TWG once a month. Just like maybe either highlights of the month and the news of the month and maybe a end like the end of it or somewhere in the middle with a nice main topic about gaming beauty, culture or otherwise. Alright. I think I think basically we start off with something, then basically the the you know the majority of the majority of what happens after that and yeah, the middle basically is taken up by our main topic and then we end with like like some news tidbits and whatnot. Yeah. I like the templated nature of that and the vagueness of it all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but actually, I've actually learned today that there are some games that are more amusing to watch people play than it is to actually play it. Like Goat Simulator? No, honestly, I, I enjoy playing Goat Simulator. It is fun. I've only played it on the iPad, really. Uh, actually, do you know the game Ark Survival Evolved? Yes, my brother. Yes, my brother keeps talking about it to no end, be- no end, and he intends to buy it on pl- on PS4 when he has a chance. Okay, I mean, I got the game. I got it on the Steam sale. I, I mean, I do have fun playing. I do love survival games. I do like dinosaurs, so it kind of was up my alley. But I'll honestly say that I enjoy watching people play it far more than myself playing it, which is. Something I actually found unusual because I love gaming, I love this type of genre. But it was more entertaining to actually watch people play this game versus actually playing it myself. Hmm. But I guess it has to do with the fact that the game is remarkably tedious. I mean, I'm used to grinds. I am a power leveler. I love the grinding games, but this was just wow. Okay. I mean, like some dinosaurs honestly take a few hours to tame before. And that's assuming you said dinosaurs aren't killed in the process of being tamed. Oh yeah, they're not killed, they don't wake up, you have the right food. And oh, or... that thing annoyed me to no end, how uh, food items and all these things decompose and rot away. I mean, I love the realism to it, though I will honestly say that meat does not spoil in 8 minutes or something and when you put it in a <laughs> put it in a fridge it does not last like you know a bit more than a day the same way i believe that poop does not just decompose within 5 minutes that is he <laughs> Although poop. we wish poop, they decompose in less than five minutes. Hey, I've never pick up my dog's poop ever again. It's like, eh, it's going to be gone in five minutes. Just like watch, like, <laughs> just like listen to two radio norms. It's gone. <laughs> Which you should. It's a really, really short episode. Two episodes. It's two episodes and then the poop is gone. <laughs> so, yeah. ba- so basically the poop won't even last long enough for me to make a basketball out of it. I don't understand why you'd make a basketball out of poop. But yeah, but I mean, yes. it is, that's what somebody uh, did in the game. He made a basketball out of the poop. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, again, this game, it is actually fun. I played it. I do enjoy it. It's just that it's surprising that it's so much fun to watch people play it. 
versus actually doing it yourself. Because they cut out all the boring stuff. I think yeah. that's probably a major part of it. Because I mean, <laughs> I play, I I still play Minecraft. I love I, the game. I also know how tedious it is and how much like YouTubers would cut out to make certain things or make things appear. But right. I didn't mind that grind. I didn't mind that thing. I mean, <laughs> I would mine a lot. I would literally wipe out mountains just to build certain things. And I know that takes three, four days of horrible grinding. But yet I just cannot push myself to do the arc survival grind too long because I hate the fact where I might die of starvation because my food only lasts so long. I can only imagine how much time, resources, and other things were taken in oh, order sorry. to tame the dragon. I don't think the gra- dragon is tameable. I know it is tameable. It, it, it is, is tameable. Wow. Okay. But yeah, the but in that, it's the game fantastic, and it's nice how the developers have so much updates and so much new content for it. I almost wish though that they place more achievements in the Steam thing because there, so far I think I did not check it recently but there were last time I checked there were only two achievements achievement one tame cat get the dossier of every single dinosaur in the game well dinosaurs slash animal mammal you know all those things and option t- and achievement two was kill the boss that was it I mean it's literally the hardest achievements I've ever seen for a game which is 100% this and kill the last boss like okay and these are the two achievements I mean, it's nice to see achievements that's not simply, you know, you get an achievement for pooping. I really find it weird when, like, games give you achievements for, oh, you played level one. Oh, you started the game. Oh, you moved your mouse. Well, in this side here, it's make sure you 100% all these things to get an achievement. I mean, that's Pokemon level worth of achievement where they only re-congratulate you when you catch 150 Pokemon. Actually, you know, think about I forgot to check if they say anything different if you have 151 back when I had the red version. Huh. huh. I actually checked when they gave me 150. I ma- went all the way to uh, Seldon City to get the uh, special uh, inter- uh, special dialogue you get from certain people when you get 150. I never did check when I got my Mew from one of the Pokemon events. I probably should have checked that. That might have been interesting. Ah, <laughs> foolish, young, ironic gamer. Yes. And we'll find out in the next episode of Third Bodega Gaming. World Gaming. <laughs> Third World Bodega Gaming. <laughs> Bodega, f- Bodega, War- Bodega Gaming Third. What? Yeah, but, but yeah. It, it, All right. uh, if you guys uh, do like Dinosaurs and Survival, do check out our Survival Evolved. It is a fun game. I really want to do a recording of it. It's just that I feel like I don't want to sit there and record for four hours. Somehow I... It's just not something Miko is physically capable of doing. It's like no. Civ Five. Let's play all over again. Somehow I'm just <laughs> interested in making a high-level Dodo army in, in uh, Ark. Oh, yeah. Norm, you should check that out. Uh, I think they did a video of, like, who would win? A hundred Dodos or a Tyrannosaurus Rex? That hundred Dodos, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll totally check that out. All right. Uh, I think that's it. It's a wrap. It's been uh, Swell Night. <laughs> this is Bodega Nights-ish. <laughs> yes. Rap. Done. Stop recording. Mm-hmm.